thank the Lord for the songs for the brothers. It's time now for us to receive what thus saith the Lord from our pastor, Bishop H.M. Johnson, Jr. We're going to ask that you receive him with uplifted hands and a hearty amen. 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 Praise the Lord, everybody. We give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this morning. Mother Johnson's assistant, Pastor Scudder, Elder Williams, and the elder assistant Scudder, and to all of our, our deacons, and to all of our guests and friends this morning, and to our prayer blessed children. We thank the Lord this morning for his goodness and his mercy. We are grateful to the Lord this morning for all the songs and testimonies that's gone up before his name, because truly his name is worthy to be praised. It is he that woke us up this morning and started us on our way. I love to say that it was he that woke us up to hear the clock. The clock has never woke up anybody, but the Lord woke us up to hear the clock. And for that, I'm glad. That's why the word of God said that everything that had breath, praise the Lord. And if you're breathing, you ought to praise him. There ought to be something in you, whether you're saved or not. To thank the Lord, praise his thanks, and to glorify him. You know, they used to they used to glorify Hitler. You know, Hitler is hail Hitler. That's what it means. Amen. That howl is hail in German. So they was hailing him. Amen. So suddenly we ought to be able to praise the Lord this morning. Uh, amen. Because in him we live and move and have our being. We thank the Lord for this day. It's the last day of the anniversary. You know, it's good to have an anniversary, but I, I like to, to tarry. I like to have prayer service. I like to see someone being saved by speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give utterance. That's what the church is all about. The church is not about being a social club, uh, but it is a place that folk may be coming and be delivered from hell's fire in conscious suffering. Folk don't like to hear that. Uh, Satan don't want preachers to talk about hell because that's his domain. That's where he's going to wind up. And he, he, he don't want you to know that there, there's room down there for you, that hell is enlarging itself. Want you to think that he's just going to be down there by himself, but he wants some company, and and we thank the Lord that we know what the truth is. Now we want to say to you that Sister Steele will be having her operation on Monday. Amen. As I told you before, I think she did the right thing because they told her she could come home for the weekend, but then she would have to go back and register again, and uh, all these other things, and so she that she, she, she would rather stay in and get this thing over with while she's in there. And uh, I, I thank the Lord for that. The Lord know when to move. I saying, I think when Sister White took her over there, she took her there in time because the sister still says, the, the doctor says she could have been paralyzed. But she got her there just in time. And, and the Lord knows just what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And we are grateful for that. Um, we thank the Lord for the testimony coming from Reverend Carter. Well, I should uh, escort him to the pulpit, if you will. Bring him on up here. Amen. Escort him on up here to a place in the in the uh, pulpit. 
And we thank the Lord for Mr. Baker, Brother Baker, standing. We be see so much. He's just so much. We had to call him Brother Baker. Amen. Amen. He's such a help to the church, and he's the one that did all this work over there by himself. And he knows what to do and how to do it, because our architect said, well, he knows somebody that can do what needs to be done here in this place. So we have adopted him to be a laborer here in the church. You know, we need something. We just call Brother Baker. And we know it will be done well. Uh, we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord for all of our guests here this morning. And certainly we thank him for everything. Now I have an announcement here. I'm going to do all this before I get started. We're not going to hold you too long because I think we have to be back here today for Corona Baptist Church. And uh, we want to be back there to meet them. But I have a very, very wonderful announcement that gives me joy to announce. And it reads this way. Delight yourselves also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Frances Elois, daughter of Mrs. Francis Talbot, and Wayne Purnell, the son of Joseph Dean, have together with the Lord reached a decision to unite their lives as one with him. We invite you to worship with them and witness their vows on Sunday, the 28th day of May, 2000, at 11 o'clock a.m. At the Friendship Airways Church of God, 5421 Decatur Street in Hyattsville. That is Women's Day. Well, not taking anything from you, Brother Pernell, it's Women's Day, but you'll be a part of it that day. After the, service. <laughs> After the morning service, you'll be a part of it. Oh. Amen. We won't have a part of it until after the morning service. But after that, then we will be a part of it along with you. And I say we, I'm talking about me too, because I won't be preaching that morning, because that's Women's Day, but I will be taking part uh, in the ceremony. <laughs> Is that all right? Yeah. Then I guess that I know that uh, Reverend Carter and, and and Mother Carter will be coming back sometime in September. I think the 23rd. Is that right? 23rd. They'll be here too. Yeah. Amen. That's when, <laughs> Amen. Sister Campbell and uh, Brother Fletcher, Amen, will be doing the same thing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that all right? Amen. All right. All right, Mother. Just sing something for our guests, and for while we uh, before we come to the people, we want you to come on and sing something for us. And then we're going to see what does say the Lord. We thank the Lord for these brothers. And these, this is the fifth Sunday. This is Men's Day, and these brothers they they they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Not only filled with the Holy Ghost, but they're saved, but they're sanctified saved. Yeah. Amen. Thank the Lord for them. Amen. When peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll. 
a river a my way when sorrows like these billow Say within yourself that it is well 
with your soul. Can you say this morning, like John said, on the Isle of Patmos, when Jesus Christ said that he come quickly? Can you say, like John said, even so, come Lord Jesus? If you can't say that this morning, you are in deep trouble because of the times that we are living in. And if you can't recognize uh, the events and the things that are taking place around us every day, it's not well with your soul. Because when your soul knows it is in perfect peace with the Lord, and the things that you see around you, you can say, Lord, I just want to thank you. Uh, you can say like Paul, say, Lord, I thank you for this unspeakable gift. And uh, the Holy Ghost is Jesus Christ down on the inside. And, and, and to know that the church is not a place for fundraising or it's not a place to get multitude of members, but it is a place that people are to come in and be saved according to the word and will of God. And when you realize and acknowledge that fact, then you can say down from down on the inside, it is well with your soul. Now, the reason, ushers, you all can sit down. The reason we are saying that this morning to you is because of the events that are taking place in this city today. And I think most of it, if you watch the news and are reading the paper, you know what I'm talking about. They have a, 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 a big march today with uh, homosexuals and gays and lesbians. I've never understood why they call them gays in the first place. And I don't know what they're so happy about. But uh, 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 I, I'm reminded that the word of God uh, did not make Adam and Steve. Nor did he make Eve and Evan. And he didn't tell any homosexuals to go out and adopt any children. He told Adam and Eve to replenish the earth. And when these folks can go out here and replenish the earth, then I might think about whether they're right or wrong. But the word of God lets me know in the book of, of Genesis that he destroyed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah because of the same activities that was going on. And the Lord Jesus Christ said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And be not deceived, God is not mocked. And folks think they can do all of these things and thumb their nose up at the Lord Jesus Christ, but I'm going to tell you something. The Lord Jesus Christ said, my spirit shall not strive with man always. And they tell me on yesterday they had a mass marriage down there with 3,000 couples. Praise our God, there's nothing any sicker than to see two men sitting there kissing each other on the lips and two women holding each other. Yes, it's disgusting because the Lord did not make it that way. And the Lord Jesus Christ does not approve of it. I don't care what man have to say about it, but it does not please the Lord. 
These are just some of the signs to let you know that the Lord Jesus Christ is soon to appear. Now, 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 you know, they, they are, Satan have them just thumbing their nose up at the Lord, but you can't do that because he sits high and looks low. Got up from the grave with all power in his hand. He's just holding off his wrath because he said, praise our God, the Lord is long suffering to us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come and to repent. Amen. The Lord doesn't want anybody to go to hell. But if they live that life, you've got to go to, to the pit. Yeah. I read the headlines today said the AIDS is declared a threat to security. And the White House fears that the academic could destabilize the whole world. Well. But yet today you will have your leaders from the Senate and the Congress over there, amen, encouraging and being a part of the same. Because they want to vote here and a vote there. And then now you have one of these states, I think it's Vermont or Rhode Island somewhere up there in the Northeast that has signed a bill making it illegal for homosexuals to have the same rights as everybody else. Now I want to ask the question, what happens to the marriage institution anytime that homosexuals can have the same privileges or rights? that anyone else can have, why do, praise our God, Sister Gates and Brother Purnell have to get married? What happens to it? The marriage institution is what I'm saying. It's against the will of God. I'm afraid for the world. Because the Lord Jesus Christ has said in the word of God that the time is short. And the fashion of this world is passing away. Folk are doing all kinds of things today. Not thinking about the Lord whatsoever. Amen. The other day, they arrested a man for having his wife killed. And had deceived the people in the neighborhoods for so long. See, the devil is deceitful. And said they were such a loving couple. Amen. But the man went on out and got a hit woman. Not a hit man, got a hit woman to kill his wife. I mean, we're living in the last days. She said, I was a hit woman. Not that women can't kill. But we are coming over to that time in, 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 in our last days where women have the same mind that men have. Well, they want to be equals anyway, so I guess they are now. She was a hit woman. Amen. But you know, the book of Romans as well, as the whole word of God, tells us about this kind of world that we are living in. But this morning, we're going to go over to Matthew. And we're going to look at the 24th chapter. And we've taught it, and we've spoke about it so many times before. But this morning, we want to put it in perspective that someone may realize that the only hope we have today is in Christ Jesus. I'm not talking about a church, amen, because the church is the bride of Christ. 
Unless you are wedded to Jesus Christ, you're not in a church. You're in a place of assembly. For the church is the bride of Christ, made up of a body of spirit-filled believers, those that have been baptized in his name, getting up, walking in the newness of life. See, holiness is not a denomination, people. Folks say, I don't want to be in holiness where you don't want to be with Jesus. Because Jesus said, be ye holy, for I'm holy. And the word of God says, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Amen. Holiness is a way of life and living. It is not a denomination. Sanctification is not rolling in the floor. Sanctification is to be set aside for the service of God. Sanctification means separation from the world. The Lord Jesus Christ said, come out from among them and be separate. Then I'll be a father to you. Folks have the same wrong impression about when you say that you are in an apostolic church. Well, the word apostolic means the way of the apostles. The apostles founded the church from the commission, from the instructions of Jesus Christ. Folks say, well, I don't want to be in that old hole in this church. They, they, they can't do this, they can't do that, but you can live for Jesus. That's all it is. You can live right. Because when he's coming back, he's coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle. But if you don't want to be in a homeless church and you just still want to go boogie down, drink them up, shoot them up, adultery, fornicate, shack up, you want to do all those things. So you're not in the church of the living God. Amen. The devil's just fooling you. Amen. You might as well tell it like it is, folks. You come to church to hear the truth. And the word of God said, Thy word is true, and the truth will make you free. You might as well hear it like it is. Amen. So you can't compromise. For any reason. You can't compromise for a membership or money or anything else. The Lord Jesus Christ said to, to, to cry loud and spare not. You just have to tell it like it is. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it wasn't for the Lord, tell me, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. In Matthew, chapter number 24, and verse number 37, reads, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord does come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known and what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready for such an hour as you think not the Son of Man coming. 
you know, not, but had you known. Or if you knew today when the deaf angel would stop at your door, you would do everything in your power to get saved. But the word of God has already declared that there is a time to be born and a time to die. And as it is appointed the man wants to die. And after that, the judgment. The word appointed means there's a fixed time for you to leave here. And the book of Job tells us that your days and your months are numbered. They are in the hands of the Lord. A time to be born and a time to die. And I'm sure you know when you were born. You know what day? Now they have on the cards when the babies are born. What hour? The weight of the baby. The, the, the length of the baby. But one thing they can't tell you is when that child is going to leave here. But regardless of the fact that what God said, there is a time to be born and a time to die. There's that interval in between. The time that you're born and the time that you die, the Lord did not give you that time to party down and have a good time. The Lord gave you that time to get yourselves ready. Because the word of God says, be ye also ready. For when you think not, the Son of Man comes. He gave you that time to set your house in order. Get ready to go with the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have to be 85 or 80 to die. Folk are leaving here every day. Hey Amen. Look at that young fella last week up in the, in the, in the zoo. He was 16 years old uh, shooting uh, folk just by the grace of the Lord that no more, none, none of the other kids got killed. You're walking around death every day. You just don't recognize it or realize it. That's why we thank the Lord for dangers seen and unseen. Now, the days of Noah we'll find the description of the days of Noah in Genesis chapter 6. It tells you just what took place. Chapter 6 and verse number 1 saying it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives all of which they chose. But this is a warning from the Lord. And the Lord said my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. The word strive means he will not always argue and fight with you. That's why Paul always used the word, I beseech you, brother. I beg you to do right. I, I, I admonish you to do what the Lord will have you to do. But the Lord said, my spirit should not always strive with man. Uh, they said there were giants in the, in, in the earth 
in those days, and also after that, the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Now, 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 I want to tell you something. The things that was in that in those days are happening now. You had intermarriages then, and you have intermarriages now more than ever before. Amen. And then you had wickedness was widespread. The word of God tells us in chapter verse number five, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination, amen, of the thoughts of his hearts were only evil continually. Now you're talking about the imagination, you're talking about the, the, the Hebrew word here signifies not only the imagination, but also the purposes and desires of men. Right. Now the purposes and desires of men was not right in the sight of God. And it said, and, and that the thoughts of their heart was only evil continually. Now look around you. How many righteous things do you see? How many righteous folk can you find on the earth today? How many can you find? Everybody's going away doing their own thing. Everybody's concerned about their status in life. Everybody's concerned about the job that they have, the clothes that they wear, the cars that they drive, the houses that they live in, the bank account. For the Lord Jesus Christ, when he comes back, he's not, he doesn't care about where you live. He's not concerned about what you're wearing unless you have on a robe of righteousness. He's not concerned about whether you drive a BMW or riding around in a wheelbarrow. He doesn't care whether you're living in a mansion or sleeping in a hut. The only thing he wants you to do is be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and ready to go back in him. People have their own thoughts about this thing. But the Lord has one way for you to make it into the kingdom. And he told Nicodemus, John told Nicodemus, amen, in the third chapter of John, in the third verse, unless a man is born of the water, now at first he told him you've got to be born again. So Nicodemus couldn't understand that thing. How can a great big old man here, like Reverend Carter, 6'5", or something, be born again? He asked a logical question, can he enter into his mother's womb the second time and be born? But see, the word of God tells us that the natural man cannot discern the spiritual things of God. They can't understand what the law was talking about. But the Lord Jesus Christ did not try to explain it to him. He just told him, verily, verily, I say unto thee, unless you're born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And he told us how to get into the kingdom of God when Peter preached the very first sermon in the New Testament church. Amen. When he used the keys of the kingdom the first time, hey, God, God and the Israelites had realized that they had crucified both Lord and Christ. They praise out God and the word of God tells me that they were pricked in their hearts and they cried out, men and brethren, what shall we do? Or how can we rectify this mistake that we made? And Peter carried out the commission that the Lord Jesus Christ gave them in Matthew 28 and 19 when he told them to go out and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I want to put you on notice this morning. It's in the name, not S. Uh-huh. Name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and the name of the Father, Son, is the Holy Ghost is Jesus. That's why Peter got, jumped up and said, let me tell you something. You have crucified both Lord and Christ. And they said, how can we get out of this situation? Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, he put a name on those titles. 
Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, the Titus. But Peter put a name on it. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. That's why the word of God tells us in Acts 4 and 12, neither is our salvation any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. From hell's fire and conscious suffering. you got to be delivered. You can't just walk. Some folk, when they're dying, that the Lord understand and took them with him. You just can't live any kind of life you want to. And then when you close your eyes, praise our God, the Lord loves you and took you. No, no, no. The Lord Jesus Christ said, Be holy. You can't live any kind of life you want and do any kind of thing you want. And what if God tells you, you just can't be up there shacking up and drinking up and drunken up and shooting up and doing everything you want. And then when you close your eyes, the preacher get up and tell the family. What they want to hear, see, because their body can't hear you. So they said, Well, the Lord loved him, and the Lord knows. Lord took him with him. I'm not going to tell you that when you come here. I don't preach to the dead, no way. I preach to those that he left, or she left. You got to be born again. Because that's an inevitable journey that you're going to have to take, too. Folks going to look at him and say, My, my, my. I sure feel that. Oh, they're gone with the Lord. But I'm going to tell you something. One day you're going to be in a box. All right. Then will you be able to say as well with my soul? You're going to be in one unless you're in a plane crash or over in, in, in the sea somewhere. But the word of God tells me that when you stand before God, the sea's going to give up that day. Yeah. You can't get away from the God I serve. You're going to get up from there because the Bible, the Bible tells us we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. You're going to stand before him. And given a chance to see if it was well with your soul. <laughs> oh, you can't go slipping and sliding, peeping and hiding Amen. with the Lord Jesus Christ. You gotta come on in at the door. Amen. 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 You gotta do it the right way. You still have to be born again. Right. Bible tells me, let's look at Noah and see how Noah know how Noah escaped the flood. But right. Noah, the word of God says that and that and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And we read then that every imagination of his thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made them on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. Now the word Lord means self-existing one. Lord here is Jesus Christ. See, because God is spirit. See, God didn't have a, uh, the spirit didn't have a heart. But Jesus did. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. See, when the Lord Jesus Christ, when God Almighty took on flesh, uh -huh. he also took on a heart. Right. He also took on feelings, emotions like man. And even back here in Genesis, grieved him at his heart. And, it's, and the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created. From the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the earth, for it repents me that I have made them. And folk are just going on doing everything, and the Lord still is being sorry that he made them. Because we become a sorry lot, a sorry creature, in the sight of the Lord. We've gone back to nothing. The Lord made something out of nothing. And we've gone back to being nothing again. But there is a remedy. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Call me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Call me from under the power of Satan unto the power of God. He came a bridge over troubled water. Allow me to pass from death into life. I'm glad about it. I'm glad about it. I, I'm a witness for Jesus. I'm not an apologist. I'm a witness for the name of Jesus Christ. I know in whom I believe. I know uh, who the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost is. It's Jesus. But if you want to categorize it, then I know that God is the Father through creation. Jesus Christ is the Son through redemption. And the Holy Ghost is the keeper or the sustainer. But they're all one. Jesus Christ. Now, like I say, if you want to categorize it, I'll do that for you. But I got saved through the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ is Jesus in the New Testament and Jehovah in all. But we're no longer under the law, but under grace. Now, if you want to be under Jehovah, then you better get on back there under the law. But the word of God tells me that when the Lord Jesus Christ hung on the cross and died, that telling that the veil in the temple was rent. No longer under the law, but under grace. He became our high priest. Yes, sir. Amen. Don't have to go into the holies of the holy one time, once a year. Amen. I have a telephone in my bosom. I can call on Jesus anytime. Lord, help. Yes, sir. I've never seen anybody yet get in trouble and say, help me, Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. Take too long. Help me, Lord. Yeah. Help me, Jesus. It comes out of your own mouth who the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost is. Yes, sir. Amen. I know Jesus is God. You all heard me say so many times that Jesus Christ, when, 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 when he was teaching in the synagogue and, 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 and the subject of Abraham came up, and he said, I know Abraham, and the people again to, to, to criticize him and chastise him for saying that he knew Abraham and he wasn't 50 years old. Jesus Christ said before Abraham was, I am. That's the same God that told Moses, I am that I am. Before Abraham was, I am. And I like that thing. That's who I have down on the inside of me. I have, I am. That's what makes me, I am what I am because of I am. I am what I am because of Jesus. Amen. I walk the way I walk because of Jesus. I talk the way I talk because of Jesus. But I have always been this way. I am what I have become because of I am. Calling on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This didn't come by accident. I heard the word of God. I heard the preacher say, go down in the name of Jesus. Come up walking in the newness of life. Time for the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost by speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give us. If you know any other way to be saved, shut to me in the Word of God. I don't know any other way. I don't care what anybody else says. It's in there. I don't see in here. Do the best you can and God understands. That's not in here. But for John say, you must be born again. And I'll tell you one thing. He that's born once dies twice. He that's born twice dies once. In other words, that second death is eternal separation from God. No way to get back. But praise our God, you can do just like, uh, amen, that Noah did. 
You can get saved today. You can get in the arms of safety today. Noah was in the arms seven days before the flood. You can't wait, praise our God, till you land there on your deathbed and say, I believe. It ain't going to work. Because the word of God tells me that the devils believe and tremble. But you're going to wait till you get to everybody believe and they get ready to die. Hey, some folks are getting jail, so I want to live right till they get out. What else can you do? But you get this false freedom that you think you have. But you're still not free because Satan have you bound. But you need to say that Jesus has lifted me. Glory. Hallelujah. Jesus lifted me. I feel sorry for folk today that's playing church and think because they're making $50,000 a year, they're secure. No, 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 no. You can't buy your way into the kingdom. That's one thing I tell you right now, I'm proud of it, that we can say about this church. This church is only four months old. We have never had a building fund, a building drive, pledge, rally, never sold a chicken dinner, fish dinner, never had a bus trip. All we did is pay tithes and Folks don't want to believe that, but here it is. And we don't have a thousand members. We don't have it 135. God bless you. Never. Never did any of those things. But see, you have to take the word of God for what it is. The Lord Jesus Christ said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. So now when the Lord Jesus Christ went into the temple and he kicked over the tables and told the people that you have made my father's house a den of thieves or a house of merchandise when they were selling, and he got angry and kicked out. If it was wrong, then it was wrong now. But you got churches on everything from two preachers, yes, records, hair pieces, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Uh, Amen. Hair pieces for men too now. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Hair pieces for men too. But my point is, if it was wrong then, it's wrong now. This church right here is a testimony that you don't have to do that. We have never done it in 25 years. Never. So when we marched in here a month ago, we marched in saying, look how far we've come in the Lord. Through great trials, tribulation, persecution. What else is you? Okay, well, here we stand, but look how far we've come in the Lord. I don't know what to talk about, but I know how far we've come in the Lord. I know that. I know that we can say we never had anybody mortgage their house, sell their car, go to the job, get, a, get to the credit union, get a loan. We've never done those things. And the Lord has blessed us, and we're still preaching. You've got to be born again. Still saying what, what, what Paul said, I know nothing. Save Jesus Christ and him crucified. But let me go a little further here. Yeah. Now, I said the earth was filled with violence, but the eighth verse tells us that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And, and they say these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man. Not a word of God 
In the word of God, the word just means justified. Yeah. Been hasn't been declared righteous. All right. He's a righteous man and perfect in his generations. And it says, and Noah walked walk. with God. Right. Noah and Enoch are the two antediluvians of whom it is said that they walked with God. Enoch translated that he should not see death. Amen. It is a symbolic of the saints who will be caught up during the tribulation. But Noah's was preserved through the flood is a type of the Israelite people who were preserved through the tribulation. Enoch, where God's Enoch was translated, that it did not be there. That's symbolic of the rapture. That's what it is about a child of God. You folks don't understand the Bible. They go to church and the preacher just tell you what he want to tell you. Mind control. Do this or do that. Amen. Fear me. He don't say it in words, but he, the implications is there and the actions are there. But the word of God tells me that the church of God is supposed to be a family. All right. Amen. We're supposed to be laborers together for the Lord, uh -huh. or better still, workers. Uh -huh. That's what Noah was. And then it said, and, and, and the word of God said, Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Said the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Now, and the Lord said unto Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. Now, the Lord told Noah how to build an ark, and the word of God tells us now to how to get in the ark. Jesus Christ is that ark. And you must be born again. That's how you get in the ark of safety now. Through the Lord Jesus Christ. But folk don't want to accept it. They just like those same folk. They laughed at Noah. Ha, ha, ha. Here's this idiot they're saying that's building a ship on dry land. Lord, Noah just kept on doing what the Lord said to But Lord, have mercy. Amen. And when, the Lord, when, when, when Noah got that off field, it tell me that the rains came. Rain 40 days. <laughs> rain 40 nights without sleep. Amen. They ran to the door. And they couldn't get in. And the word of God tells me the same thing about the foolish bird. Those that let the lights go out, which is the oil, which is the Holy Ghost, right, right. let it go out and they couldn't get in up. Right. Couldn't get in the ark of safety. But let me tell you something about the Lord. The Lord built it up and sent the rain. But you know what the word of God tells me a little further on in Genesis said to the Lord when he get ready to destroy the world again. He said about no more water but fire next time. Now I want you to think about all these nuclear weapons and things that man has made. Don't you think that they're not going to use it? Man has never made anything he didn't use. See the word of God 
speaks out and it's true because the word of God tells us. Now see, people think this is the good part of the Lord. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, but his long suffering to us all. Now most people say, well, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise. In other words, he don't give you all the good things he said. Like he said, but that's not what the Lord is talking about. He said, well, no more water, but fire next time. And the Lord is not slack concerning what he said. And the world is almost to an end through the fire that he said. And the only hope that we have is in Christ Jesus. People have gotten away now. They don't even call churches churches anymore. Life centers. Health centers. All kind of centers. Amen. But the word of God tells me that the Lord told Peter, and upon this rock, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail again. He didn't say anything about a life center. He didn't say anything about all these temples. He said his church. But that's where folks don't understand what the church is. The church is the bride of Christ. You belong to him if, you, if you're in Jesus Christ. These pews are not going to go anywhere when the Lord comes back. I don't care how long we be in it. When the Lord come back, he's not coming back for this building. He's not coming back for this building. He's coming back for those that have carried out the format that Jesus gave John. And John gave Nicodemus. And John 3. You've got to be born. You've got to be born again. But as in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man. Coming of the Son of Man. Now, I want to say something to you pertaining to the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Folk get offended when you talk about the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost because they are ignorant of the terminology of the Word of God. Now, people are calling Jesus Christ, because the word of God calls Jesus the son of God, they say, well, they, Jesus can't be God because he's called the son of God. But I got news for you. The word of God tells me in Matthew's, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, he's called the son of David and the son of Abraham. Now, he can't be the son of all them folks. They all had a different reason why he was called the son of God. Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. And this connects him at once with two of the most important of the Old Testament covenants. The Davidic covenant of kingship and the Abrahamic covenant of promise. See, Jesus Christ was conceived of himself, of the Holy Ghost. Joseph didn't know any better either. He thought she had been unfaithful. He said, now I'm going to do this probably. I'm not going to embarrass her, but I'm going to break off this relationship. But the angels came and said, fear not. The child is born of the Holy Ghost. Of Jesus Christ. God, the Spirit coming down to manifest himself a body so that he could hang on the cross and die. Because the Word of God said, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. 
God being a spirit preacher had no blood to shed. You can't get blood out of spirit. But that spirit just manifested himself a body. The flesh and blood came on down and hung on the cross. And when they put the nails in his hand, nails in his feet, pierced him in his side. And when he gave up the ghost, he came back and saw a fellow called Dr. Thomas and told him, stick your finger in my side. Spirit couldn't do that. Look at the nails in my hand. Spirit couldn't do that. But Jesus Christ being God, man, was able to say, put it in there. Put it in there. The one that got up from the grave with all power in his hand. I told you he was God the last week. So when he got up, praise our God, after the third day, they didn't say, I see Jesus and he's thinking. I see Jesus. I see God. But they tell me, say, don't, don't call up Lazarus from the grave. Because he's been there in four days. You call him up now, he's thinking. But all they saw was Jesus Christ walking down the road. Amen. All they saw was goodness and sweetness. That's all they saw. Yeah. Just think about who Jesus is. Only a God could do that. Jesus Christ is God. And he told us how to be saved. Now you can fool around here if you want to. Say, I got plenty of time to be saved. And don't even know how to be saved. You're in a world of trouble. But the Lord told me, and I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. So get on in the ark of safety while you have a chance. He said, the day that you hear my voice, the heart, not your heart. Y'all want him to sing? I'm glad I'm saved. I'm sanctified. Yes, and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, Mother, help me out a little bit there. Come on, help me, y'all. Oh, yeah. 